The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. So Perkson says... Athene doesn't contributing my life to get our species and the animals more forward in terms of technology and economic status make me a person with the right mindset. Depends. This is only a small little facet. You need to also be able to put your thoughts into practice. What if that's what you believe, but you don't do jack shit? So you got to put your beliefs into practice. Then it's also about what if your beliefs are confronted with better ones that are more statistically correct? To which extent are you emotionally invested in those beliefs? Because you might think like, oh, the best way in achieving that is doing it like this. But then you get data that it's not so good, but you're emotionally invested in the way you want to do stuff. And then at that moment, you might think you have the right mindset because you go like, I want to change species and animals and whatever. But you don't have the right mindset because you are have ego and cannot see things from a third perspective. You have to be able to detach yourself from what you do and not be caught inside your head. So that's another thing that is really important. There's an entire list I could give. Like maybe you want to do those things because you want the validation. You want to get the credit or whatever. Doing it for the wrong reasons. It's important you do it for the right reasons. And there's like an entire list of things that I can say that might make you not have the right mindset. Even though you might think like, hey, is that not the only thing? No, it's not the only thing. There's a lot more to it. Because, yeah, being consistent and structured and logical is a foundation of wanting to do good. And if you want to do good for the wrong reasons, you might end up doing very bad things while you think they're good. Look, for example, at Hitler. It's a good example. He thought also what he was doing was really good, but he had a wrong belief system and he didn't really learn from... Yeah, he was just in denial. I'm not saying you're Hitler, but I'm just giving you an example. Let me tell you guys what you guys want. I'll tell you guys what you guys want. I know what you all want. All of you. What you guys want is to avoid cognitive dissonance within your brain. And as your brain consists of different neural networks, depending on which one is active at any given moment, what you want fluctuates. And the best way of figuring out what you want is understanding how your brain works, because else you will always chase your own tail, just like a freaking donk is chasing water in front of his head, but never reaches it. Basically, you guys are a more advanced version of that. Figuring out how your brain works is one step ahead. And when you start understanding that, you understand that there's a primitive part and a more advanced part, there's empathic part, there's rational part of the brain. And being able to reduce the cognitive dissonance between all those parts will make you the most stable person possible to be. And doing so will automatically result after you have made sure you reduce the dissonance from your primitive part of the brain, which is eating, warmth, all these basic fundamental needs. If they are all given, you will start developing other parts of your brain that you can create dissonance with and that's why it shifts and understanding all these dynamics will make you realize that reducing the dissonance is something that shifts and the best way of achieving that is by putting the biggest possible perspective you can have and grow your awareness as crazy because that is where you will grow at as you grow as a person the least dissonance you experience the more awareness you will grow and the more problems that you don't have right now will come to your life and the best way of looking at it the end game is the world the end game is the universe that's the end game 
Maybe you're now really just stuck in your little room. But if you keep growing, keep growing, what you wonder is, you first wonder about first your dog, then your family, then the street, then your town, then your country, then the world, then the star, like the sun, our galaxy. So the best way you can work with that is by already tuning yourself, balancing yourself on making an as big impact in the world as possible. That is what is the most fulfilling. It's the end game. A lot of people are still stuck in the small little levels of life. And as a result, they don't even understand the reason why they're playing the game or the reason why they are in the game. Let me tell you why you're in the game. You're not in the game to finish that one little level. So where would someone start with that journey? It starts now with you right now thinking for yourself and figuring out the things that I'm talking about every day. I think that's a good start. Millside, is there any sense in anything if you just get used to new circumstances like buying X feels nothing in a week, hitting a new personal record on a gym feels nothing in a week? Yeah, that's the problem. If you go about things by just going from one kick to another, then yeah, you're basically walking to a dead end. That's why you use your brain, your awareness to set your goals. And then the game changes. It's not about getting the kicks anymore. Yeah, it's about much more than that. It's about moving forward as a species. Even you yourself just becomes a small asset to it. This is going to sound really crazy, but I'm not even attached to my life. What is more important than my life is the planet. Right? Without the planet, I wouldn't even exist. A lot of people don't even think like that. A lot of people think the other way around. They think they're more important than the planet. But when there's no planet, there is not them, but they can't even make that connection because they don't have the awareness. To me, what is more important is the planet. And that's how I act. I act to move forward as a species, not as myself. I'm just a cell that has become self-aware of the human body. I'm just one little cell. And then sacrificing yourself for the body, it's a no-brainer. Wood-flavored ice cream says, Athene, both you and the planet will die. Everything you accomplish, everything humanity accomplish will fade away sooner or later. Why does anything matter more than something else, considering nothing is eternal? Wood-flavored ice cream, if you can state this with 100%, you win the Nobel Prize. If you can state what you just said with 100%. When I see these kind of quotes, I know some people can really get depressed and demoralized by reading that stuff, but it's just not true. That's the problem. You cannot make that kind of statement as an absolute truth. It's not possible. You don't know where we're going to be in 50 years. You don't even know if we're going to be able to alter the universe or whatever. You don't even know if we die. We don't even understand how the world works, let alone that we know whether it exists or whether it disappears. We don't know. Right now, we actually don't know that. So if you base your entire life based on a quote like that, then basically you're literally excluding your ability of growing and making a difference than rather basing yourself on another quote that I could give that is completely the opposite, that would actually give you passion in life. So if you have to choose between two things, and one gives you hope and stimulates growth, but the other stimulates death and desperation, what would you choose? If you know you cannot be sure about both of them. Say like, yeah, the one that is more likely. What is the more likely one? That we might at one point grow and exceed our limitations and do great things because that is what's happening all around us or the one where we're going to destroy ourselves and blow each other up. I rather think the first one.
and that's how I look at things and that's what inspires me to be who I am and if more people would look at that that way not only will they achieve more and have a bigger impact they would also be more happy more fulfilled and at the same time yeah better off overall just better off so why why even think that way Grodignos says, there is no real purpose. We are just created randomly because of the physics in the universe. I thought you were smart. Grognosh, let me tell you one thing. When you look at the world and you look at how things are and uh, you define purpose and you define the way you understand things, it's important to define the definition of what you say. What do you mean with purpose? What do you define with purpose? If you don't even understand what you're talking about, then of course... When I talk about purpose, you will interpret it with the emotion that you connect with purpose, which is not always in line with what real purpose means. If you like at starters becoming self-aware, then our mere ability to ask yourself, why are we here, is actually the why. The ability for us to just wonder what our purpose is, is already what purpose is in its most fundamental form. And that is not a spiritual interpretation. It's just understanding consciousness, understanding what you are is basically answering the question why we're here. Because it's two in the same thing. But the problem is when people think about consciousness or when people think about the reason why we're here, the problem is not so much finding an answer to that question. The problem is defining it properly without being emotionally attached to how you define it. And if you're defining it in a very emotional way and you feel like, yeah, this has to be spiritual or a soul or whatever, like has to be higher than the materialistic world or whatever, or reality, then of course you will find yourself having a hard time answering these questions. But that's because you define it wrongly. Well, more so you're just impulsively using the conditioned definition that you experience with purpose and you apply that to a very simple defined question you can easily answer the question of purpose if you just define the word and you just go about what we know about what we are you look at evolutionary biology you look at how we come to exist and yeah like just look at science and it gives actually answers to the purpose of us being here the problem is that it's not so much like an answer to the purpose why we're here, because the purpose is very simple. I mean, when you look at stardust evolving to what we are now, our purpose is evolving. That's why we are here. If it wasn't for evolving to the point where we are here, we wouldn't even have the ability to ask the question. So that's why I'm saying like even being able to ask the question already answers it because it's a result of, of evolving. And evolving is our purpose. It's very simple, very scientific, can be experienced very cool, but... Yeah, your ability to just think, merely your ability to think, is actually already the answer. That's not because I'm not smart or whatever, it's just simple definition of what it is. Mazade El says, Hello Athene, is it a good choice to live a life with very low amount of needs and use money only for things that need to be paid and then use the rest of the money for charity? Well, I would say that living a life with a lot of low needs is more fulfilling because you don't need much more to be happy and then the time you have you just put that to help out and move forward as a species I mean sometimes people say like what about just working and donating the money for charity I would go like be active that's even better be proactive do something about it okay working and donating the money sure but that is like a way to grind it but when it comes down to making a difference in the world you have to be proactive you have to think about those things the way I approach is like okay I work for money this is time that I can use 
better, like see your time as an asset. Once you start doing that, working to make money doesn't even make sense. To me, it doesn't make sense. To just sell my life for money, just do eight hours a day just because I need the money, it doesn't make sense to me. And you go like, but that's what happens everywhere. Yeah, then I just, what is the best way to make all the money? And I just do that. Why would I go around and sleaze myself out day in, day out, while I can just find shortcuts? And that's what I did. That's why whenever someone comes to me and goes like, oh, this or that, I'm not working for a boss nine to five for the rest of my life. I found ways to just make money like that. If I want money, I just make it. Money is not an issue. And that is something that people, of course, I understand that that's not for everyone. But finding ways to make more money allows you to work less and then you can do more good, right? These things that keep people busy day in, day out, like social validation because you're rich or whatever. I don't understand all these dynamics. To me, it's so alienating. I don't need all that shit. I'm happy with what I have. If I need money, I just do it in an effective way. I think about it and then I do it rather than just go nine to five. Monkey Man says, Atin, how do I become constantly aware of your ideas? I can see how important what you're saying is reality but I get lost in my silly impulsive brain and it is beginning to make me depressed. If I meditate, isn't that a belief system that I will achieve a state of mind whereas in my mind is conditioned, I should just delete the silly conditioning. You are what you are. Sounds very stupid what I'm saying, but that's what it is. And the moment you understand that, you accept that. Don't fight it. Because fighting it are neural processes that you know can complicate things. The best way is to just understand how your brain works. It's very simple. It's like a muscle. The parts of your brain that are more active will get more and more stronger pathways, neural pathways, and that's why you become more and more like that. People that are depressed really learn how to get better at being depressed. Same as being people that you know feel very stable and fulfilled are getting better at that as well. So it's very important for you to understand that what you are is merely your neural activity. And just like going to the fitness to get some gains is normal. Same applies to your brain. That's why these real talks are so important. I would say watch gods in the neurons a thousand times until you really get it, understand it, be aware, be aware yourself, try to be aware, train that over and over again. The more you do it, the better you get at it. People accept that when it comes down to working out, but when it comes down to self-control or when it comes down to being aware, people suddenly think like, oh, you just got to do it. It's not just a switch. Even though at any given moment you can switch into it, you have to remind yourself every time. That's how you strengthen those neural pathways. Monkey Man says, So everything most people in this chat and around the world is a lie. And the reason most bad things happen is a lack of understanding. Yeah, most, most of the reason bad things happen is ignorance. Most of it. Most of what you think is social conditioning that has been indoctrinated in many cases is a lie. The entire consumer society is a fucking lie. So much that you learn is a lie. Your life most of the time is consists, I think, maybe 90%, if not more, of lies. But then again, that should not be demotivating. That should be rather a motivator to learn and read up on things and be your own thinker. Do research. Don't just accept what people say. Don't even accept what I say. Nobody has to listen to what I say. I say it every time during Real Talk. What I'm saying here is not how you have to think. What I'm just giving you is information so you can start scrutinizing your thoughts and your ideas. And the stronger you get in it, the better you get at it. 
the more you will be able to grow and make choices based on rational thinking rather than just impulsive conditioning. Vibeness. Okay, basically, neural awareness. It's very simple. If you watch a movie that really gets you and really inspires you, like a, a very inspirational speech, that moment where you're fully motivated, you feel that dopamine in your brain and you feel like, yeah, I can, I can do it. It's a state you're in. Certain state, neurons firing in a certain state. The thing is that, that that vibe of motivation, that vibe of wanting to make a difference, that vibe of really being full of energy, you can initiate it yourself by activating those same neurons. Maybe it's not going to be as powerful as this first time, but you can do so. And by doing so over and over again, you become more and more like that. And that is what basically 9.30 means. Like 9.30 is just the, the time a day where you really remember yourself. And if the entire planet would do that, at 9.30 every day, try to imagine the moment they were most empowered in their life, the world would change quite a bit by just doing that little thought experiment every day. Everybody would every day put the time when they wake up at a certain time every day try to imagine when they were most empowered it would do like so much of an impact while well, 9.30 we just gave 9.30 because of working days it doesn't matter it can also be 10 or 11 or whatever Razek Azim why do I always tend to judge people because that's what you've learned to do society learns you to judge everything the media your education your parents your friends your family everybody Labeling and judging people is very rooted in society. And as a result, all the shit comes out of it. Ivan says, Do you still think it's wrong to judge people who scam others for a living? Yes. Judging anything is it's not wrong. It's just ineffective. You achieve nothing by judging others. Like literally, you don't achieve anything by judging other people. Judging is very similar to punishing when they did studies with children, what is much better is to reward them for their positive behavior rather than punish them for their negative one. There's a lot of psychological studies that really sees how to optimally deal with people. And the best is, is to treat them based on their full potential. And if there's issues and stuff, try to work with that. If it doesn't work out, you move on. You don't interact with these people. But judging doesn't get you anywhere anyway. It only makes people trigger their ego and get much more negative and aggressive. Someone says, so we're all our peers. Damn straight, we're all our peers. Really, ultimate our peers. Just like when you go pimp my car in GTA 5, right? And use all the cash you rob to pimp your ride, just to have a nice... Well, that's what we do in real life. We get them nice clothes that we don't even need to look so nice. We can have cheap-ass clothes as well, but no, no, no. We choose to buy nice clothes, spend that cash, just pimping ourselves, while all that means absolutely nothing. I wear the same clothes that I've been wearing for like the past 20 years. Like I have Razor t-shirts because I got them for free and they also sponsor you guys with swag. But aside from that, I'm wearing the same clothes past 20 years. You don't need that. And all these people just RPing their way out. Oh, you gotta look good, a good car, their entire life is just an RP lie. It's like playing The Sims, but worse. 
playing The Sims is fun. It's like playing The Sims where instead of the boring parts in The Sim where you have to go work and you just go like skip and then six hours later and you're back. No, no, no. There you have to stay and do the six hours, well, eight hours and just look at your screen for eight hours. If that would be Sims, you would just uninstall that game, right? Well, that's your life. Of course you guys want to uninstall your life because you guys are playing a version that is terrible because you guys want to buy all that shit that you don't need. So if you take a shortcut and you realize that instead of RPing 8 hours or 9 hours or working for that shit, you just take things less for granted, be happy with more what you already have, and then boom, floop, shalom. You're much more happy without having to work your ass off. And boom, there you go. Easy. It's my tip for free, guys. Honestly, you guys are going like, yeah, it feels bad, man, but you guys should be saying feels good, man, because if you guys realize that, and I've said it already before, and I'm repeating it again, if every single human person on the planet that lives in this environment, if every single person that is watching the stream right now realizes what he has that is worth more than anything that could be bought with any amount of money, what you already have is more valuable than anything that money could buy you. And the only thing you have to do to uncover that treasure is be fucking aware of it and not taking it for granted. So you guys are all walking kings that have so much richness. The gamer for good. Athene, did you achieve those things with hard work? No. I'm not a hard worker. When people come to me and say like, man, you're such a hard worker. Man, I really look up to you. You work so hard, 14 hours a day, every day. And I just look at them and I'm like, I don't work. I do what I'm passionate about. Doing the right thing, doing what makes common sense. What, what is common sense? People working in the mines in China, 14, 16 hours a day, these guys work hard. I live the life of a king. I just don't take things for granted, that's all. I don't work hard. I get to, to... Is this hard work, me talking to you guys right now? I don't have to risk my life. I'm not dying of bad air or whatever. I got good life. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.